Hey, my name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And we are A A Couple couple of Park Hoppers. It's time for the return of our hit series where we discuss every attraction in one single theme park and determine whether it's magical or tragical. Next up, Epcot. Let's hop to it. back and this time we're doing one of the one of our favorite series and one of y'all's favorite series and we're really really small while we do it we're really really small yeah do you remember this theme song Mm. classic epcot oh honey i shrunk the audience yeah yeah honey i shrunk the audience one of the classic Epcot themes that used to be in the Epcot entrance loop, which has now since (laughs) been replaced, but it is iconic walking into Epcot music. So just real quick, I would like to point out something about that. Do you remember playing? Did you ever play on the playground? Sure. Do you remember anything about it? Well, the playground was in Hollywood Studios. Yes. Oh, wrong, wrong. Uh, yeah, the Honey, I Shrunk the Audience is where the Pixar Film Festival is. Oh, duh. Okay. But for some reason, saying Honey, I Shrunk the Audience in my brain, I was thinking about the playground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, so. The giant Lego <laughs> yeah, and all that. Yeah, before we, well, and like the ants yeah. and like that stuff. Ante. Yeah. But the thing is, and before we hop over to Epcot, just on this, I very, very much remember being like, yay and then like crawling on stuff and being like why is all all of it on fire <laughs> like <laughs> yeah right it's so hot like there's something about play- such a hazard <laughs> yeah you know what else like i don't know if in massachusetts when you were a kid did you ever have like metal slides oh on, yeah like, playground? Oh, they were so hot yeah i lived in texas yeah, so uh sure. <laughs> Uh, you got like a, you know, a third degree burn going down the slide and, uh, yeah, like tear your skin off. (laughs) You're like, yay. (laughs) This is so foul. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, honey, I shrunk the audience. RIP playground. Classic. But that's not where we are today. Today we are at Epcot. Yes. And we are going to discuss every single attraction at Epcot minus, uh, the films. So like. Uh, Canada Far and Wide, uh, the China film, um, uh, Awesome Planet. But we are going to discuss one film when it comes time. But that's for a later uh, part of the episode. Now, one of the reasons that we're not discussing the films also is because we haven't seen them in a hot minute. Yeah, Yeah. I've never seen Canada Far and Wide or the film in China. Um, But I have seen uh, Awesome Planet. And it's pretty good, but we're not going to discuss it in this episode. Right. Yeah, I'm not... um I don't want to pretend that I've seen it, but right. But yeah. So, um, if you are new here, magical or tragical is our episode where we go through everything in a theme park and we deem it either magical or tragical. Yes. uh, This is part three, I believe of our quite popular series, magical or tragical. Um, we are not going to just do Disney world. We are going to, uh, do parks that we've done everything at like universal, uh, studios, Florida, universal's islands of adventure, sea world eventually. And then in the we, near future, you know, maybe we'll get out to Disneyland and Disney like California do, adventure. We'd like to do the water parks. Yeah. We'd like to do Legoland. We'd like to do Gatorland. Yeah. Um, now, uh, 
What's the, the, what's, what's the other one? Peppa Pig theme park. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll do that at some point. I'm Peppa Pig. Oh god. Wink, wink. Please stop. I I've never seen it. Neither have I. As long as it's not Caillou Park. It just looks like a three-year-old tried to draw a pig, and they made a cartoon out of it. Yep, that's okay. But, uh, um, one thing I did want to say though is when we deem something magical or tragical, it's not that we necessarily dislike it. Right. Uh, we're just kind of leaning one way or the other. We've got to we've got to make a decision, one or the other. That's part of the fun of this episode. Now, some stuff we will say straight up like, oh yeah. This is not either love like <laughs> yeah. super magical or super tragical. Like one particular thing we're going to discuss a little bit later. Yes. Oh my goodness. All right, so let's get started. Yeah, so so how we're going to do this is we're we're going to enter Epcot through the front entrance. We're here. <laughs> and we're going to go um Make our way around Future World going counterclockwise. Wow, is that a golf ball? (laughs) (laughs) And then we're going to end up in World Showcase going left to right. So we're going to start at the front of the park of Epcot, and we are going to start at the iconic uh, golf ball, if you will, uh, Spaceship Earth. Wow. Yeah. It's like I'm there. It is. Wait, I am there. All of a sudden, you see the woolly mammoth and the the old uh, cavemen trying to wrangle it. Is it just me, or every time you come around to the cavemen, like it's where the so video is? But do you ever feel like it? Do you ever feel like it's stopping right there? Oh yeah, it goes so slow. I always feel like it's breaking down, and it's always at a time where we're like, "This is like the last thing we're gonna do today." Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh no, I've I've fallen asleep on this ride." Because it's so comforting. Yeah. The only thing I wish that would kind of help you fall asleep a little bit more is that those seats are wildly uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> They're just hard plastic. It doesn't, doesn't stop me. <laughs> oh, it does for me sometimes. That's just really uncomfortable. Can, can I tell a quick anecdote sure. for this? But we got to get through these attractions. Here. No, we will. But quick anecdote. Um, when I was a kid and you had the roll cameras, like the, the ones that you like. Um, yeah. Um, I was taking pictures for school and I was trying to take like educational pictures I could show my teachers, uh-huh. like some of them, you know, like you know, personal pictures and then fun, like stuff I could bring to school for like, cause you know, you do like show and tell yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that as a kid. And I, I wound up the camera and I pointed to, uh, Michelangelo painting the Sistine Ch- chapel. Uh-huh. Right. And, um, and I thought the flash was off. Oh no. <laughs> and I distinctly remember like taking the photo and the flash going off. And me sinking as far as I could into the seat because I thought Disney was going to kick me out for using yeah. Flash in the ride. Well, he's not on Spaceship Earth, but as the ghost host always says, no Flash pictures, please. <laughs> so bad. Like, I was horrified. Like, I thought that security was going to meet me at the exit and that I had ruined our family vacation. So every time I pass that, I'm always like, hmm. Remember when I took a flash photo? <laughs> yeah. Trauma. What a jerk. Emotional damage. Yeah. Yep. But let's talk about um, the Epcot ball. Yeah. Better known as Spaceship Earth. Yes. Magical or tragical? Um, How can you not vote this magical? How the heck is there a ride in that ball? That is so cool. I don't, I don't know how they did it's that. A, it's, an, it's an imaginary marvel. Yes. The fact that there's a ride, and a long ride, if you will, yeah. inside that 
freaking ball. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I, I, I would love to like cut it in half and see like how the ramps and everything work on the ride. I bet there's YouTube videos oh, about that. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, however, one reason why you would maybe tilt the other way is that it is very outdated, especially the ride system. It is creaky. It is bumpy. <laughs> For a ride that goes like three miles an hour, it is constantly like, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, but it is it is so cool. Like you start Spaceship Earth, if you haven't been on it before, through a scene with cavemen and woolly mammoths. It's basically like the story of human beings from then until right. like 1960s or 70s which is basically the end of the future when it comes to Disney. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yesterday land. Um, <laughs> but it's very cool. It goes from like the, the woolly mammoth and the, the cavemen all the way up to Steve Jobs and Apple and computers being in your home. Um, but it's the, the evolution of humans. And it's really, really cool to see all these animatronics, which still look really good to this day. Uh, all these different scenes that you go through, like... Um, things in Egypt and Rome and you like Danny said before you see Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel he's like up on a um like a scaffolding almost and he's painting the ceiling he's on his back yeah. I like I I remember developing those pictures and it wasn't even a good picture yeah <laughs> and it's crazy to think about because I remember hearing that Michelangelo actually went blind because he was back in like the I forget when he was a painter, what, 1500s, <laughs> a long time ago. 1600s, Don't something ask. like that. Don't ask me that. I um, have no idea. Because there was no like actual light and he did everything by candlelight. He actually went blind Oh. because it screwed his eyes up so much. Or maybe it was because I had used flash photography while yeah. I was trying to <laughs> that paint. That too. Yeah, you blinded Michelangelo. <laughs> well done. Um, you know that smudge that's on the Sistine Chapel? Yeah, that was you. Okay? <laughs> it was me. <laughs> that was you. It was, it was young me taking a photo. Yeah, what a it, jerk. And it was so bright, it went back in time. Um, I also want to quell one uh, particular myth or legend, I guess, that kind of floats around about Spaceship Earth. Okay. Is at the very, very end, or near the very, very end, there is a, uh, a kid. And he's a newspaper boy. He's a newsie, if you will. Uh-huh. And he is... Going extra, extra, read all With about his back it. to us. Yeah, yeah, his back to us. A lot of people had been under the assumption for a long time that he has no face, and that's why he's facing the other way. Does he? But I had heard from somebody recently that the, that animatronic used to be so close to the track that there were people, when it would go by, that would slap his face and to the point where it stopped working. What? And that's why he's facing the other way. What? Yeah. That's crazy, right? That's... Like, he was so close to the track, you could reach out and slap it. And then it, the, the, the motor and the controls and stuff in his face stopped working, and there was just no need to really... Oh, my... Okay, just just to clarify, people used to go by and slap this kid's face, and I thought I was going to get kicked out of Disney World <laughs> for taking a picture. Yeah, yeah. Can I just... Yours was so much worse. Can I... I know. You blinded Michelangelo. <laughs> blinded Michelangelo. Um, one other thing I do... I just want to say though that like there is a stark difference in the things that I think I get in trouble for than other people apparently for real um but I always think it's funny on this ride that like at the end they're like you can have a computer in your house too it'll only take up your whole garage (laughs) yep and um, these boys from California yes figured it out so you said magical oh yeah absolutely magical there's no reason why you wouldn't vote 
Spaceship Earth Magical, and eventually, hopefully, maybe even at D23 coming up in the end of August out in California for the first time in three years. Uh, the last time they had D23, they actually announced there was going to be a refurbishment for Spaceship Earth. It was supposed to close down for like a year and a half pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's being brought back to life, if you will. And I would love to see Spaceship Earth refurbed and get new vehicles. And it would be awesome to see that happen because that ride is iconic. Yes. Well, I need, still need to respond. Yeah, go ahead. I think it's magical also. All right. <laughs> I, just I didn't wanted, realize you didn't respond. That's why I, I was like, what about me? My fault. I mean, I think I made it kind of obvious that I, it was magical. Sure, yeah. And I do think that any addition can make it extra magical. Absolutely. So let's continue our way through Future World going counterclockwise, and we are going to visit the seas with Nemo and friends. What are your thoughts on the seas with Nemo and friends? We got to get through these a little bit faster. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, let's be. I don't fa- have much to say about this. I mean, but Spaceship Earth is definitely like so iconic. We had a lot to say about that. Um, I am going to go with magical on this one. Really? Because I actually think this ride is a lot better than people give it credit for. Okay. Um, I went not too long ago, and I'm trying to remember who I went with. Um, it was, I went with... Was it your family? No, no. I haven't been on it in oh, probably I went two with, years. I went with uh, Nicole from work. Oh, okay. Um, Shout out Nicole. Yes. I think that's who I went with. Now I'm blanking out. Pretty sure it was her. And um, we... Yes, it was her because it was before we met up with our other co-worker, Charlene. Um, and we went in there and we went on the ride and I was like, man, this ride is a lot better than like Every time I go on it, I wish forget it's a really good ride. Yeah. Um, it's the the only thing about that is I wish that the aquariums were a little bit like brighter. But I know that in order to like brighten up the aquariums, they would literally have to empty them. Um, yeah. yeah. But the ride itself is like pretty like I don't it's know. Cute. It's It's very cute. But also there's animatronics. There's a lot of like really cool effects in there. And I think it's magical. How about you? Um. For me personally, I don't think the ride is anything special. Uh, the aquarium part at the end is very cool. You know, when you exit the ride, you go into this giant aquarium, and it's really cool to walk around. Uh, but the ride itself is very reminiscent of, uh, you know, Haunted Mansion or uh, Ariel's uh, Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Not Voyage of the Little Mermaid, the Undersea Adventure at Magic Kingdom. Um, it's an Omnimover ride where you literally just crawl through scenes and there's projections and everything that make you feel like you're underwater or in one of the Nemo movies and it's it's very cute but to me personally it's a little underwhelming if you have kids it's an absolute must but every time I go to Epcot I'm it's usually one of my skippable rides and so well, I would vote tragical I will I definitely respect that I will say that next time we go we should go on it because I feel like we haven't been on it in sure. so long that I feel like next time you go on it, you'll be like, oh, this is like a lot cuter than I remember. Yeah, I mean, I remember it being cute. I just don't think it's one of those rides because like when it comes to magical or tragical, it's kind of like f- rides that I think are musts or I do most of the time will end up being magical. 
versus tragical is kind of the ones that I usually skip, which I have for the better pa- better part of the last year or two with with uh, Finding Nemo. That's definitely fair. All right, so let's keep moving around counterclockwise through Future World, and we're going to head over to the Land Pavilion, to the bottom floor, where we are going to head to Soarin' around the world. Yep, in that building, they don't sell my favorite creme brulee anymore. Oh. If anybody from Disney's listening, please fix that. Was that at Sunshine Seasons? It was. Oh, okay. Used to be my favorite thing, and then I went there... I think when I was with uh, Nicole and I was like, I'm going to get creme brulee. And then I walked up and it, they were like, no creme brulee here. <laughs> no creme brulee for you. It's like, okay, fine. Um, so Soren, uh, I would just like to say about this ride. I used to think the old version was tragical. Soren of California. Yes. Okay. I, um, I thought it was nice, but it was just whatever. Okay. Now that they've added, um, some of the scenes with animals. CGI <laughs> animals, no less. <laughs> the little polar <laughs> the bear. The little penguin. <laughs> the penguin polar bear. Um, yeah, sorry, the polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, <laughs> it, if there was a penguin, I would be talking about that way more. Sure, yeah. Um, but, like, they've got, you know, the killer whale, the pandas, the elephants, um, the stingrays. Like, I love that. That, yeah. like, brings, to me, that brings Soren more to life. Sure. Because life is surrounded by animals. And, like, I just think it's so fun that the little polar bear is like, hey, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um, so I definitely would go with magical. And I love the smells on this version. Yeah. The dirt, the jasmine. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. There's a the, those two are the like ride the, where the, all the kayakers are. Or it smells like flight of passage. I love that. Yes, smell. yes, that one, that one. Um, um, what yeah. would what would you say for Soren? I would go magical. Um, I usually go on Soren. Soren's kind of like aside from you know another ride we're going to talk about a little bit later. Soren is kind of the highlight of Future World right now. Yeah. Um, I do really really like that ride. There are a couple of things that I would criticize about it. Um, if you don't sit in the middle of the screen, things look kind of odd. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the Eiffel Tower has a little bit of a warp to it. Someday when we go and visit while we're like traveling the world, I'm going to walk up to it and be like, it's not bent. Yeah. What's wrong with it? And then the only other real, uh, kind of fault that I would give the ride and there's really no avoiding it unless they completely change the ride system is that if you're not in the top row when it extends you see so many feet (laughs) just dangling in front of your face sometimes I wish I could reach up reach out and like touch somebody on the back of the foot to freak them out yeah but overall I really love this ride and Danny said uh, earlier like there's things that kind of bring it to life and you know you've got the animals. Granted, they're not. It's not real footage of animals, but it's real footage of the land around them, which is stunning. Um, but you get to go to you know all kinds of different places. You know, you go to China. You fly along the Great Wall of China. Um, you go to uh, the Taj Mahal. You go to the Eiffel Tower. Oh, and there's like birds flying and stuff yeah. in different scenes. I there's, just I there's re- a hot air balloon hidden Mickey. Yeah, I just really and also there's a hidden Mickey with. Isn't there a hidden Mickey with the spaceship Earth? Is and that the fireworks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's that's a not so hidden Mickey. But 
you know, if it doesn't yeah. have a Mickey face on it for some people, it's a hidden Mickey. Sure, I gotcha. Um, but yes, yeah, so across the board, yeah. Soren is magical. I, I think that's uh, that's no doubter right there. I think uh, Soren is is very magical, and I do go on it just about every time I go to Epcot, unless it's like a quick visit to Ride Guardians and leave. Sure, you know, that's sure, so, sure. So Soren is kind of uh, one of those musts uh, for me as far as uh, Future World goes. So you want to move on to the next one? Yeah. So next is going to be living with the land. And for living with the land, um, I, I'd actually like to hear your take on this first. I like it. Um, and that's not what we're asking. Is it <laughs> magical or tragical? Um, for, the, for the purpose of the ride, okay. it's magical. Okay. It's magical. Because I did not expect you to say one, that. So Living with the Land is a really slow boat or a boat ride that goes through the land pavilion, showing you know different ways to grow things and vegetables and, and food and and uh, there's there's fish and stuff in there too. You know they they breed fish and all that in there. But the really cool thing about Living with the Land is that they actually use the produce and stuff from Living with the Land. To, uh, to serve in the restaurants on Disney property. Right. So Disney's almost fully self-sustaining because of living with the land, and that's really cool. Yeah. So I've always loved this ride. We've always called it the plant ride. We've never called it by its correct name. Yeah. And Presented by Chiquita. It's funny because, like, a bunch of people that I know, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we can go on that, and then they all fall asleep. Uh, yeah, I've fallen asleep on this ride so many times. I love this ride. This is, like, one of those rides that I find just, like, invigorating, unless I'm, like, super, super tired. I also am highly convinced that the dog in front of the farmhouse is the same dog that's in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay. Um, I would also very much like to know how much rent would cost for, to live in yeah, that farmhouse. Sure, yeah, why not? Because if I could, I would love to live there. Um, I also definitely think this is magical, not just because it's a wonderful, unique ride. Um, there's hidden Mickeys all over the place. They grow plants in shapes of Mickeys. Yeah. There's always something new that they're growing. Um, I've never gotten to do it, but I hope to when it comes back is I am... I would love to do with the behind the seeds tour and, and walk she didn't around say behind the scenes it's behind the seeds. behind the seeds and you they you walk around and they like let you try different like fresh food like right from there and Ooh. talk a little bit more about how that works yum uh, and then even though it's not Christmas right now um the Christmas overlay of Wonderful. living with the land is so beautiful and sometimes if you go at the right time you can see fireworks out of the like out of the glass ceiling. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I think that I, I love this ride and it's one of those rides that when I get to go on it, it makes me really happy. Um, and I really think that it's kind of like any ride where you can see the light from outside. So it looks different depending on when you're going day and night. So. Right. Yeah. So awesome. I, I, d I, I don't love this ride. But for what it is, it really is kind of magical. Well, the thing is, there's no other ride like that exists no. like this anywhere. Yeah, no. um, I mean, anywhere near us. The at science, least. the science nerd in me, really appreciates what this ride does. Okay. However, quick note before we head on to the next one: Have you ever seen anybody in the in the lab? No. <laughs> I don't think I have either. No. Dinosaur? No, I've never seen anybody in there. Uh, but uh, overall. 
Yes, we Open love it. Open hands on Jurassic Park scientists. Getting all the embryos ready and hatching the eggs. But there's no one on Living with the Land. Picking but, the plants. But you know that people have like been in there. Yeah. Because there's stuff happening. I, I don't know. I digress. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's it's interesting. But yeah, uh, for what it is, I would vote magical. Honestly, if you haven't been on it, it's a must. You got to go on it at least once just to see what it's all about. And um, yeah, it is uh, for me, it is magical. Well, let's move on to our next one. Speaking of magical. science and magic <laughs> <laughs> and imagination. Ooh, imagination. Okay. I just have to give a shout out to uh, our friend Chris His and Chip. Favorite ride. Because uh, <laughs> taking them on Figment for the first time was. I like laugh so hard that my sides hurt. Oh my God. Maybe we'll post the video if, if we get permission from them. But it is really, really funny. Well, th their reaction was just like, what? <laughs> like, what the crap was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the explosion scene when he goes, Imagination's a blast! Boom! <laughs> and Chip was just like, <laughs> but like, it's funny watching people who have never been on it before. Um, here's the thing. I find this ride magical because it is so nostalgic. Okay. Um, I think that <laughs> I think that it's so just like lovely and joyful. And there's some really cool like, you know, like things that trick your eyesight. And overall, I just I just, I love this ride. I would be sad if it went away. Yeah. Um, the original Journey into Imagination with Figment, if that's the right name, don't rake me over the coals if it's not, um, was apparently iconic. And it was in the 80s, so I don't remember it at all. But it had this gentleman named the Dreamfinder. Right. And Figment was a figment of his imagination. And it was this really kind of iconic, very colorful uh trip through your imagination basically yeah and people love that ride and it's been changed like three times since then and apparently every time it got changed it got worse by people's opinions um so i wish i had been able to experience the original ride i've seen it on youtube there's videos um but i don't recall ever stepping foot in the original ride as it was um but for what it is i would call it tragical personally but i do enjoy going on it with people fart sound i don't think i would go on it by myself regularly okay but i do i do find it fun like your mom loves figment yeah um i do like going on it just to go on it and the music's catchy you can hear it in the background here uh eric idle as the moon is the most terrifying thing i've ever seen in right? my life uh, but the little scenes that you go through is, are, are fun you know figment in the holiday season he gets his holiday sweater when he pops out of the little yeah. little thing so there's things about it that i really like and but overall i would honestly vote tragical for journey to imagination with figment as is in 2022 so i realize i'm turning into my mom when i watch that ride and i don't know if it's just because i've always ride it with her sure every time she rides that ride she always claps along like this <laughs> and the last time i went on it i was like clap 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 oh you're dork oh no <laughs> <laughs> like it was just an 
uh, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I didn't realize I was doing it. And Sure. But I clapped to the magical, magic, imagination, gloriousness that is figment. Yeah. So, so that's where I stand. All right. Well, we'll, we'll you know, I'll, I'll accept your yeah. tragical on this. Okay. Um, so, yeah, let's move on. Uh, again, we're going counterclockwise around Future World. Um, and right next door to Journey into Imagine, Imagination with Figment is the Pixar Short Film Festival. So for this one, I am going to go with, oh, man, why'd you have to play this? I was, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Tragical for this. <gasps> really? Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, and here's here's my thing. I I feel bad saying tragical <laughs> while this is playing. That was a setup. I know. That's why I was like, oh, how could you do that? I'm literally looking at like multiple steamboat willies as we sit here. I feel like I'm I can't I can't I can't. Um, but the reason I feel like this is tragical is because it's literally just a movie theater that you watch shorts in like well that's what it's it's called a short film festival i mean what do you what do you expect from it i just i miss captain eo i found well captain yeah e that's fair i found captain eo magical and i i don't love that they've replaced it with like something that i can watch before a movie yeah and for me um i i mean at the very best it's a nice place to cool off and take a nap but even then, I feel like I might fall asleep, like if I'm coming in from the heat and trying sure. to watch that. It's so, a, I find it tragical. Okay, well, it's a dark movie theater, like you said. Uh, it's it's air conditioned, which is nice, which is always appreciated after, especially after you know walking around World Showcase. It's it can get hot. Yeah. Um, but it is exactly what they tell you it is. It's a short film festival, and you're in there for probably what 12, 13 minutes, roughly, maybe a little bit longer, fifteen. Um, but there's three films that are shown, all by Pixar. The first one is a classic Steamboat Willie type film called Get a Horse, and it's really beautifully remastered. It is 3D as well, um, and it's super fun. There's things that pop out of the screen at you, um, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's two Pixar shorts that were actually featured prior to Pixar movies. Yeah, um, I don't remember what they're the called. I got it right here. The first one is named called Feast. Okay. And it is a wonderful, wonderful short film with this little dog. Yeah. And who who is basically um, the guy, the glue between his, uh, his owner and his girlfriend who fall in love and then they break up and then the dog's like you got to get back together dude this is stupid and she he basically hooks them back up but he's like eating the whole time and it's the cutest thing in the world um and then the third one is a short film called piper which is a bird um who is trying to uh get worm or no uh, like some sea life or some is it worms or is it like a sea life when he's He's trying I think to they're go like some kind of sea. Some like crab or something like that. Right. He's trying to eat. <laughs> right. But every time he goes and gets the, or tries to get the crab, a wave comes in and it like drenches him. And he's like, I can't do this. Right. And his mom is encouraging him. And it's really, really cute. Really well done. Look up um, Feast and Piper. They're adorable, adorable shorts. Um, I've seen them plenty of times, but I do like going to the short film festival. However, um, I would agree with you in the fact that it is relatively skippable. 
um, unless you're looking for a break out of the sun. Well, I do think all of them are great shorts, but I don't yeah. need them as an as the way that they're presented to us in the park. It's good for what it is, <laughs> but as far as deeming this attraction magical or tragical, I would vote tragical personally. <laughs> and at the, when I first said tragical, you said what? <laughs> you were shocked. Yeah, I thought you were going to say magical because like Steamboat Willie and all that stuff. I just like... Or classic Mickey, I guess. Yeah, I just... I, I was just more surprised, not like disagreeing with I you. I think I was like very like mad when they took away Captain EO after they sure, brought it back. Because yeah. I just find like, we are here to save the world. Do you sure. remember the song? Uh-huh. That's the only part I remember at yeah. this moment. Well, we're going to move on from this tragical discussion. Yep. And move right over to Test Track. Feel the need for speed. So we're going to go over to uh, Test Track presented by Chevrolet. Um, <laughs> okay. And it I is, forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so I have thoughts on this ride, but you want to go first? Yep. Tragical. Hello. <laughs> tragical. Um, the, I do have to say about this one is if you are sitting on the side and you are an adult a person who has chesticles. What? <laughs> boobs? <laughs> yes. Wow, just say boobs next time. If you have Well, no, I was I'm saying an adult person because like you know just sometimes it it doesn't matter. If you've got something that <laughs> up top. Sure. Um the the seat belt will literally just stretch your boobs from one side of your body to the other when that seatbelt gets tightened. Yeah. And I think that all the braking in that ride, oh, yeah. I feel like I need to be adjusted every time. Honestly. Or it might adjust you. Yeah. So um, will I go on this ride when people want to go on it? Absolutely. Yeah. But do I always feel like I'm being manhandled in a bad way? Absolutely. And on top of that, if my hair is down, every time I go through that, um, <laughs> go straight through to outside, yeah. I just feel my hair fly around my head and go into a million knots. Yep. And then it's just like, I don't know. There's just so many things about it that I'm like, man, I could have used not having to have an adjustment at the end of the day. Yeah. What about you? Um, this ride is quite tragical for me. Okay, um, why do you think it's tragical? So there's a lot of things that I don't like about this ride. And kind of to piggyback on your comment about would I go on this ride if other people want to go on it, yes, I agree with that. Otherwise, I never go on Test Track, ever. I never go on it. It's not that I don't, um, that I don't, feel, that I don't like it at all because it's not terrible. But there are things, like you said, the braking is rough. Like, when you come to a stop, it is rough. Um, basically, how it works is you are essentially a crash test dummy going through this, this course of all these um, different obstacles and weather and, you know, different um, things that a car needs testing, hence the test track. And then at the very end, you kind of go from... Uh, zero miles an hour to uh, what's called the speed test, I think it's called. Something um, like that. Yeah. and then you <laughs> Or brake test, maybe? No, it's a speed test. Oh. Or it's definitely not brake test. Um, but you are going, you go outside from the inside part of the ride, and then you gradually accelerate from zero to about 65 miles an hour prior to 
jolting to a stop mm-hmm. um, at the end of the ride. But here's the thing. For a young kid, this has got to be super fun. But I remember being fun when I was a kid. For an adult, once you've driven on the <laughs> highway, this is not thrilling anymore. But like for real, the seat belts. So the middle one is across your waist. The two on the side each come from the side. So yeah. like whatever side you're on, it's definitely like smushing everything up front. Sure. And when I have front, I mean boobs. Yes, I know what you mean. I know, but I'm telling you could see what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So overall, test track, tragical. Yeah, it, it's a ride that I skip 90% of the time that I go to Epcot. Triple just because it's usually me and you or just me. Triple T, tragical test track. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> um, yeah, so I would vote uh, test track a, uh, a hard a tragical for me. Well, we're going to um, stay in Future World. and We're almost done with Future World. Yeah. And the next ride that we are going to discuss is Mission Space. And I would actually like to hear what you have to say about this one. (sighs) Okay. So, the time was 2017. Okay. Five years ago at... When WrestleMania was down here in Orlando, Florida. Disney Mania. Disney Mania. We went on Mission Space with our friends, Chris, Eddie. Uh, I think Chip was there. I don't quite remember if he, he was, was there. there. Um, and that was the one and only time that I will ever ride this ride. Really? Ever. Okay, so. Um, and I don't even know if I'd want to do the green side. And I'll explain what that is in a second. So. Mission Space is basically a space launch simulator slash travel to Mars expedition. Um, but it, it uses real, uh, I can't remember the uh, centrifuge, I think is the, is the word, that like the, uses that really sharp spinning that like astronauts use to, <clears throat> to train to yeah. go to space. It's sure. like literally what that is, is Mission Space. It's like a space simulator. And... I have never, and I don't get sick on rides. I don't get motion sick, like nothing. Um, this ride made me feel so awful for about an hour huh. after riding it that I never want to feel that feeling again. And one of our friends described it perfectly. I think it was Eddie or maybe it was Chris. I'm not sure. But they said that I can feel my blood. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, was, yeah, I, don't know, I it agree. Does sound like one of them. I agree with that. And that was what's called the orange side. And I had never been on this ride before, not knowing that green was like super easy and orange was intense. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Let's go with the intense one because the green one sounds like it's for wimps. <laughs> and so I went on the orange side and I will never, ever, 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 ever go on this ride ever again. So, tragical with a period. Okay. So, here is my take, and then I have a proposition. Okay. No, I will not go on it. No, I don't need you to go on it. Okay. Um, The the proposition is, uh, well, first off, I am going to call this ride magical. Oh, God. The reason for this is, um, did you ever go to like a state fair that had like a similar thing where you, you sat on like a panel, you leaned on a panel mm-hmm. and then when you spun around, yeah, spun around, you like climb the walls. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about, <clears throat> but it's this like is the, not that. It's like, but it's very similar. And when I was a kid, um, going to the rodeo, 
I would do that every once in a while. And I thought it was like the most fun thing. And in hindsight, I'm like, wow, that's probably not super safe. Um, but okay. <laughs> um, I feel like this has the same thing. And up until, I mean, <clears throat> I don't think I've been on it in a very long time. Just because now people talk so much schmack about it. They um, should blow it up. But I used to go on it and love it. Ugh. And... Um, so I'm going to go with Magical because I think it's a really special ride. I think it's a unique. It is unique. There's no doubting that. <clears throat> but here's my proposition. What if we do a YouTube video nope. on... Let, <laughs> I'm not going on it. Let me finish my proposition. Okay. It involves going on it. You can just assume that I'm going to say nope. My proposition is what if we do a YouTube video where I go on it... Leslie, nope. <laughs> and <laughs> first I go on the mild one... And then I report back. Jordan Peele's nope. And and then I go, as long as I, that one's okay, I go on the regular one. Nope, there it is. If I go on it. Sure. Go for it. Have fun. Would you like to Would you like to do that? Absolutely not. Would you like to see me do that? Sure, yeah, why not? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I have, in none of my sentences did I ever tell you that you had to ride it. <laughs> I will never, ever, 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 ever. And ever, you're just ever, like, ever nope, ever there it again. is. Nope, nope there, there it is. is. Nope. <laughs> like, not, nothing that I said to, was me telling you you had to go on this. Yeah, this ride is icky. But we're going to uh, move along because we disagreed on this past ride yes but this ride mm -hmm. we very much agree on if you follow any of our content you know what we're talking about if guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind <laughs> i got to ride it twice the other day and i got the same song um, I was very sad. You got the best song. No, I got the sad you song. You got this song. No. It's the best song to ride to. So Jen Tracker talked about how she thought that this that this ride reminds me her of going to heaven. And this song reminds me the closest of that. Yes, out of all the it's songs. It's heavenly. It's the best ride to ride, song to ride to. But it made me cry. You cry happiness and joy. No, I cried sadness no, you didn't. and emotion. You can't be sad on Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Brew on. I mean, can't. I was, I was emotional. It's impossible. It gave me emotions. Emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is hands down, and, and let me preface this with Rise of the Resistance is an experience. This is the best ride that Disney has ever made in any one of their parks. Magical, magical, I have magical. never, I have never been to Tokyo. I've never been to Shanghai, Hong Kong, Paris, or even Disneyland in California. But I can firmly say that this is the best ride that Disney has ever made. Magical ride. Hence, it is <laughs> capital, underline, boldface, italicized, size 87 font, magical. Magical ride, you're so magical. Thoughts? Oh. <laughs> what, 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 you think I'm going to say tragical after me singing? For <laughs> I magical. I would literally. The ride made me sad. Me. It did make me, it sad. Made me sad. It made me sad because it was. it's just a very like beautiful like like experience. But this ride is like to this song, it's just a little bit different. It's the best. And if I don't get conga soon, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. I like not even so much the uh, uh, one way or another. Yeah. But I got that. And Ooh. I do have to say that it's wild to me that we have there's two songs that I have not gotten. Because some people are like, I get conga every time. I'm like, how? It's <laughs> such a weird thing to get. Somebody in our comments <laughs> one day was like, I've written it nine times and gotten conga every time except one. That's I'm gross. <laughs> I would never go on that ride again. <laughs> conga is such a bad song. And I would be so sad there if I kept getting conga over and over again. There are people who say that conga is the best song to write. BS. Too. There's no chance that conga is better than this song. Uh, September. Uh, uh, one way or another, uh, Disco Inferno or uh, Iran. Iran. Thank you. There's no chance in HE Double Hockey Sticks that that is better than uh, that conga is better than any of those five songs. Before we, very briefly, before we move on, um, they are going to be switching the songs for Christmas. Yeah, I'm excited. And um, question: Do you hope that they switch to different songs after? Yes, I do, but they probably won't. Um, Here's my thing. At Christmas time, if they put that God forbidden I can't Mariah wait. Carey All I, I Want for Christmas song in there, I that can't. is going to be the new conga. And I, I hope I never get it. I can't. <laughs> I can't you've, you've never written a conga. You can't I don't care. say that. I know the song and I don't think it fits. You can't. You, you I just want to get it. I just want to get it to get it. Oh, my so, god! To say we've gotten it. But that ride is no way, shape, or form fitting to that song. Okay. No way. Can you no. just can you just imagine going into the reverse lines? No. All I want for Christmas is you. Anyway, no. Everybody else. No. No. I would. I would jump out. <laughs> you can't. I would. I'd find a way. Mariah Carey makes me irrationally angry, okay. and I would push the, the, the support up. So I would love to see that on there, just for. <laughs> no. For violence' sake, and then I'd love to see um, Kelly Clarkson underneath the tree. Wham! Last Christmas. That's gonna be a great song. Um, and then uh, if you, they don't put "In Sync," um, "Merry oh, that's, Christmas, that's Happy Holidays." That's... Can you just imagine riding to that around like no with the swirlies? I can't because it sounds awesome. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I thought you were gonna say it sounds yeah. awful and you were gonna make me sad. No, um, but yes, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind Magical. is the absolute must ride at Walt Disney World right now. The most magical ride in the parks. Go on it now. Yes. So that will wrap up Future World. And so we're going to make our way over to World Showcase. There's way less attractions in World Showcase as far as like ride type stuff. But we're going to go over the uh, seven attractions that we have listed here. And we're going to tell you if they are magical or tragical. So when we head to World Showcase, the best way to go is Mexico first. And we are going to get on the Grand Fiesta Tour. <laughs> I think this ride is magical. It reminds me of home a lot. Like, I'm born and raised in San Antonio, and I miss the culture a lot. Uh, and I think that when I go on this ride, sometimes I feel like I'm in San Antonio. And I just... I do like this ride. What means that, caramba? I also think... We don't know. I also think they did a great job of refurbishing the animatronics. Yeah, the yeah, they did. And I still get a kick out of the fact that they pulled the Donald one and put a plant 
<laughs> so funny. during COVID. And everybody was like, where's Donald? Like, they put a plant of, like, yeah. hilarious. But also, like, in that room, there's also the fireworks on the ceiling and stuff. I just, I think that this ride gets overlooked because it's inside a pavilion. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, overall, I think it's it's lovely. Um, I will also say, even though I do think it's magical, if they replaced it with, like, a cocoa ride, um, I wouldn't be upset. So. so is your vote magical? Yes. I'm going the other way. Oh, dear. So I enjoy this ride from time to time. I don't love the song. Uh, the videos and everything are kind of way outdated on this ride. The animatronics at the end are great with, with Panchito and uh, Donald and uh, I can't remember the other one's the name. The third one. Yeah, the third, the, the third Caballero. The third um, Caballero. And uh, I'm just not a fan. And it reminds me, uh, it it's basically Mexican small world. And I just do not like Small World at all. <laughs> um, that's for a later episode. <laughs> but this reminds me of, oh my God, this note in the song. This is insane. Wow. <laughs> that's a really impressive. Um, the It reminds me of Small World in Mexico. And for that reason, I am voting tragical. Okay. That's totally fair. It's totally fair. Yeah. You want to introduce the next ride? Yes. Um, whether or not you want to let it go. You might <laughs> you might want to go on this ride. Um, so this ride is located in Norway. Mm-hmm. It always has a one hundred thousand hour wait. One thousand hours. Oh my god! Yes, we need a lightning a, lane for that. <laughs> it feels like. Um, and the thing about this ride is, it used to be um, what is it, Maelstrom? Maelstrom. Yep. And a ride through the trolls, <laughs> which when I was a kid used to scare the crap out of and me. And not the cute trolls like Pappy in <clears throat> Frozen, like no. scary trolls. It literally used to scare the crap out of me as a kid. The ones who lived under the bridge. That also felt like a really long ride when it I was did. a kid. It did. But Frozen Ever After feels really short. Did they cut it at all? No, it's the same ride track. I feel like it was so scary. It just seemed longer. Um, I'm going to go with... Oh, this is tough. I'm going to go with magical because this ride always gives me so much joy. Every time I go on it, um, it's one of those rides, though, where the wait is so long. A lot of times when people are like, we have to go on Frozen. I'm like, okay, sure. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) It's not it's not always a must for us. But it, it is a ride that we both do enjoy. Yeah. But I have to say magical because especially after seeing uh, Frozen on Broadway when it came here. That was great. I just have another, like, a new love for Frozen. Yeah. However, I my bugaboo with anything Frozen in the parks is Frozen 2 is a better movie, has a better soundtrack, and they're not putting it in any... Yeah, it's of, odd. They're not putting it anywhere. And I know it would probably take more than what we think it would take to update it but i think they're missing out on adding that to any of the rides or shows agreed um that's my only bugaboo but yes definitely magical so i need to hear your take on it the only hint of frozen 2 anywhere in walt disney world is in enchantment which you don't like so you probably forgot about that i feel like my anger has blinded (laughs) me 
There's a really good Into the Unknown part in that oh, show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Enchantment is meh. Okay, so let's get back to Frozen Ever After because we're over at Epcot. Um, I think they did a great job with what they had to work with because this was not a brand new ride building. This was not a ride that was made from scratch. This was literally lipstick on a pig. And you you took Maelstrom, which was you know classic Epcot, you know classic Norway, but I never really went on Maelstrom because I didn't like it and it was dark and it was weird. Um, but Frozen, like I said, you put this new layer of makeup on this ride and it is beautiful. I love the animatronics in this ride. I love the rear projection faces on the uh, on the animatronics with the animated faces from the film. I think that's so cool and it's so much more realistic looking for not real human being characters. Right. And to they have really, their animated faces. They also bring the animals to life like yeah. Olaf and Sven. Sven and Olaf skating around and it's just it's really well done for what they had to work with. Well, they brought them to life so well. They did. They did. Um, so I really, really like this ride. I go on it all the time at Epcot um, whenever it's not a crazy, insane wait. But um, yeah, I would vote uh, Frozen Ever After absolutely magical. Yeah, I me. would definitely agree with that one. For me. Now, the next one that we're going to go to, I am not going to lie. I don't remember the last time I went on this. Same here. So uh, it's been a really long time since we went on the or, or went to visit the uh, American Adventure in the America Pavilion. Um, uh, I don't even know where I, to. Yeah. So I've got a description here. So um, Disney's World, Disney, excuse me, Disney World's website um, describes this as an epic journey in this dramatic production of 35 audio animatronic figures, digital rear projection images on a 72-foot screen, and stirring patriotic songs, you'll fin- well, you'll watch firsthand as America's story unfolds. Oh, um, take your seat in a stately colonial theater and meet Benjamin Franklin and Mark Twain, your tour guides on this trip through time. Uh, witness landmark events like the landing of the Mayflower, the Boston Tea Party, the winter at Valley Forge, the penning of the Declaration of Independence, Civil War, and the Great Depression. You'll encounter luminaries like Susan B. Anthony, Frederick Douglass, Thomas Jefferson, coming home, uh, Chief <laughs> Joseph, and uh, Teddy Roosevelt, among others. And it sounds like it took the Imagineers five years to complete this attraction. Um, and it is supposedly really like a technological marvel. Um, like I said, I haven't been in a very long time. I don't really have much of an opinion on it, but we did want to include it uh, since it is more of an attraction than a movie. Um, so with uh, no real opinion and for the fact that I never go on it <laughs> when I'm at Epcot, I'm just going to vote Tragical. I'm going to vote Tragical because in my head, if <clears throat> if I could, if you could see something above my head, it would be a big question mark going... When was the last time I went on this? Like, honestly, what does it even look like? The only thing I can think of is this weird shrimp and avocado-like thing <laughs> I had at one in, of the in the rotunda. In the rotunda, that's the only thing I can think of when I think of the like, I, when I think of it over there. So, yeah. Here's the thing. I'm gonna go with tragical because if I have been on it, it is not memorable. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's. Uh, and I think I have. 
I think I have too, but I just I don't recall, honestly. I don't know. Uh, but so sorry for those of you who are diehard American adventure fans. Go, um, go Sorry to offend you. Go learn about the Great Depression on your own time. <laughs> <laughs> With Mark Twain and Ben Franklin, the guy from The Office. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So let's move on over to France. And this is the one we wanted to kind of... This is the movie that we wanted to talk about the most. The only movie. Yes. So we are going to discuss the Beauty and the Beast sing-along <laughs> in the France Pavilion. Jeez. I had so many high expectations going oh into this. Oh my gosh, because right? Because how awesome is the Frozen sing-along at Hollywood Studios? Fan-freaking-tastic. So I literally thought this is what that was going to be, or that was what this was going to be. And what is it? It is a movie uh-huh. that you sit down in this old theater that alternates between this and Impressions de France. Uh-huh. It's it's uh, a, 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 like a French movie. Um, <laughs> sure. But it alternates, like I said, with Beauty and the Beast sing-along. But it's not like the classics like Belle or Gaston or uh, Be Our Guest. It is this really weird LeFou <laughs> origin story. <laughs> It's like somebody wrote LeFou fan fiction. Yeah. And then created it and somehow, like... Got just, approval to make it. It's almost like... <laughs> no, but what what is it? They black... Somebody blackmailed Disney into playing their weird YouTube fan fiction for LeFou. Honestly, though, it is so bad. I have never... I love Beauty and the Beast. I'm, sh- like, shooketh. That, <laughs> and I don't use that word. I am shooketh that anybody approved this. Yeah. And why? Yeah. Why? Like, I'd be shooketh if that was on the YouTube channel, yeah. much less in Pavilion. So, um, tragical. Yeah. There's Super, no. There's no other word to describe it. I don't know. This gets like the award for being extra tragical or something. It's pretty damn bad. And if you want to see how bad it is, <laughs> check it out once. I promise you, you'll never go again. I do feel like I need to like see it again to be. I like, don't. I'm good. All right. Well, I'll do that. And <laughs> like Mission Space, and I'll re- never go on it again. Apparently, my day at Epcot <laughs> all alone is going to be a hoot. <laughs> basically, basically. All right. So let's uh, let's keep moving on. We've only got one more attraction per se. Oh, it's the musical. Um, what? Remy the Ratatouille. Yeah. Uh, one more ride, I guess, in the World Showcase, and that is Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. The rat of all my dreams. Yes. That's Remy. That's Ratatouille the musical. Not Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. That song is not in the ride. I know, but it should be. It should be. It should be. <laughs> it should play just like in the line, and people be like, what is this? Um, I am going to go for this ride. A simple omelet. Too simple. Simple omelet? Too simple. I'm trying to think. I'm like torn on this ride. What is it? How do you feel about this ride? I'm, I'm indifferent about this ride. There are things that I really like about it. And there's things that I'm like, I don't need to go on this every time I go to Epcot. Um, I really like the technology. I love the rideless, ve- uh, the trackless vehicle, the rideless vehicle, the trackless vehicle technology, rideless. like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Rise of the Resistance. I really like that technology because you don't know where you're going. You don't see a track, so you can kind of literally just go anywhere, backwards, forwards, sideways. You can you know, kind of shake and bounce upside, up and down. Like it, it, 
it's so unpredictable. And that's what I really like about that ride system. And the sets and the the um, the 3D uh, screens are really, really nice. And they're really well done. Um, I just don't find this ride thrilling enough or exciting enough to go on it time after time. But I'll never say no if somebody wants to go on it with me. So I would vote a light magical. So I'm actually going to go the opposite way. Okay. I'm going to go with tragical because I I actually really enjoy this ride. But bear with me. Lies. I No, I really do enjoy this ride. But I hate wearing 3D glasses. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, and there was nothing more annoying than when you had to wear your mask and put on 3D glasses. Oh, Fogamania. And, yeah, and you were like, I can't see anything. Yep. And the thing is, I prefer not to wear 3D glasses on rides. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I, with you. And Ooh. I just... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, I, I just prefer not to wear 3D glasses on rides. I think that uh, it's fine, I guess. But I don't feel like it's necessary. I feel like there's not enough 3D effects to make it worth it. Yeah. And I feel like they could have done the ride without it. The only 3D effect that I really like in that ride is when he pops the champagne bottle. My favorite time on that ride watching that was that one time we got stopped there. <laughs> yeah. And the it's so perfectly done by the Imagineers. And, and the rat who was trying to open the champagne bottle just kept struggling and then he would stop and be like (laughs) it's because the ride had a hit a pause point i think maybe like there was the unloading was taking a little long but it never like stops the video so it's like an awkward pause kind of like when daisy just stops moving in (laughs) runaway railway (laughs) um but the movie kept going because the uh like danny said the rat was trying to pop this cork off a champagne bottle and he couldn't do it normally he does it on the first try but because we were paused, he was just doing it over and over again and was struggling. And then finally, when the ride was ready to move again, he popped it. And so I thought that was really well done. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, but this is not this is not a must ride for me every time I go to Epcot because this is another one that has a really long wait all the time. But like I said, my biggest thing is just I don't like the 3D. Also, my biggest gripe with this ride, especially with it being such a long ride, the queue is... Oh, yeah. It is not good. There's nothing to look at aside from one room where you have this interesting red, like, Ratatouille Haunted Mansion wallpaper. Um, And then there's a couple of rooms with some digital projections on some paintings. But other than that, the queue is not creative. On top of that, there's this really cool, like, effect at the end where you have, like, these really big... um, they're like the uh, tiles mm-hmm. on the floor, and then they turn small. Yeah. But there's no medium. It just goes from like big tiles to immediately small tiles. And right. I'm like, y'all couldn't have like. You know, like a forced perspective hallway or something like that. Yeah, you, you know? couldn't have made them like, you know, slowly smaller. So I just, I don't know. I actually really enjoy this ride. Like, I'll go on it every time somebody wants to go on sure, it. Sure, yeah. But I just, again, the 3D, just every time I go on it and they hand me glasses, I'm like, ugh. Hey, perfect timing. <laughs> but um, boom. Uh, but yeah, so you have a light magical. I have a tragical. Yeah. For a ride we actually like, but yeah. it's just. It's not my favorite. Yeah. It's just. So that's why I said that. But I do like it. Yeah. Now, uh, the next one that we are going to see is what we saw. We actually saw it last night. And that is going to be Harmonious. 
I am going to. <clears throat> here we go. I'm going to. I'm, I have to say this so everyone hears it. This is the best ride on Disney property. Ride? Ride. This is the best show oh, there you go, there you go. on Disney property. <laughs> it is a ride. Whatever. Rideless vehicle. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a ride around the world with music. It is a ride around the world. Good night. <laughs> Get out. Um, <laughs> so the thing is, the very first time we saw this on the live stream, we oh, were like, this is awful. Disney did not make it look good. No, but um, since then, we've seen it. We've fallen in love with it. It is... Um, if Enchantment is a 1, Harmonious is a 10. Yeah. And listen, if you out there listening to a couple of park hoppers are being a negative Nancy about the barges, I don't like you. I get it. No, I don't I get, get it. I get it to a point because when you walk from Future World to World Showcase, they are oh so visible. They're visible, but like get but if, over but it. But if you go 200 <laughs> yards to the left, or you go 200 yards to the right and look across the water, nothing is impeding your view. It does impede the view straight across when you're walking in from Future World to World Showcase, and that is a little weird, especially with the giant ring in the middle. Um, but you can avoid it at certain points, and it doesn't ruin your day as much as you say it does. Well, exactly. But the thing is, this, this show is... It gives you all the feels. The music is fantastic. They understood the assignment. They added more to this show and somehow made it even better than it was. Yeah, we. if you go on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers, you can actually see um, a beautiful 4K video that we shot. I think it's the best harmonious video on YouTube. Agreed. Um, single shot view. Um, uh, on of all of YouTube, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. It's got like tens of thousands of views on it because people agree. It's amazing. Um, but that was from the third night, I believe, that Harmonious was existing. Um, they have since changed the show a little bit, like lighting-wise, uh, image-wise, and added pyro-wise. They've added different colored fireworks. Yeah. They've And it's better. Yeah, which is like, wh- here's my take on it. I think they made some improvements to Enchantment, and then they made some improvements to Harmonious. They added more pyro to Enchantment, which I give them credit for. Um, I think it made Encha- or uh, Harmonious more epic. Yeah. I think it did nothing for Enchantment, so eat it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Harmonious is a, is a solid ten out of ten for me. There was a while there where you and I were even before Guardians opened. Like now, Guardians is our reason to go to Epcot. We would go to watch Harmonious, like. Several times a week. I would very much like to um, go to Epcot and get another, like a, another video to see, yeah. like a compare and contrast kind of a thing. Sure, a 4K video so people can see what they've changed. Yeah, um, and it's the thing is, it's not enough to where you're like. It's noticeable though, for somebody who's seen it a bunch of times, it's noticeable. Yes, and on top of that. The music I'm I'm listening right now and I'm already getting goosebumps. Like it's just such a good soundtrack and this is one of the best parts of the song too. And, and I said this last night and I I'm gonna say it again. This is magical. Harmonious has all of the heart and soul that Enchantment should have had. Just listen to this part.
Just that soul go the distance part with all the the harmonies, you know, harmonious, if you will. Yeah. Um, has more magic in that 40 second clip than almost all of Enchantment. It's true. And the thing is, I don't get as irrationally angry when I watch Enchantment now, believe it or not. I really don't. Um, but I'm still like severely disappointed by it. Sure. Which it could be so much more. It should be so much more. Yeah. But the thing is, keep putting, out vis- keep putting out videos, Jordan Fisher. I know what you're up to. Yes. So <laughs> we <laughs> March we'll, talk, we'll talk about that another day. Yeah. But overall, in case you can't tell, we adore o- over here at a couple of park hoppers adore this show. It is everything. Disney did a fantastic job on it. They have continued to make the most lovely and like thoughtful improvements on it to just make this show more visually and like just stunning and add to the soundtrack that they obviously put a lot of time, energy, effort, and thought into. And I appreciate that. As somebody who loves a good nighttime spectacular, I appreciate that (laughs) they had a fantastic show and they're they're making it better for no reason at all. Like that's I, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, for sure. So there's my happy rant because guess what? <laughs> I, I don't just rant about enchantment. Yeah, yep. All right. So we just wanted to touch on one more thing. Um, it's not really something that everybody thinks about when they're at Epcot, okay. but it is something that they do every single night and have been since October 1st, 2021. Okay. And that is the Beacons of Magic. And what is that, you ask? It is... I totally uh, forgot they did this. So there's four <laughs> park icons around Walt Disney World. You've got Cinderella Castle. You've got uh, the Hollywood Tower Hotel or Tower of Terror. You've got the Tree of Life at Animal Kingdom. And then you've got Spaceship Earth, the, the golf ball um, at Epcot. And what they did is they added these LED lights. And if you've ever seen Spaceship Earth, it is covered in basically triangles. And they at the points of each of the triangles on the entire Spaceship Earth, they put these little LED lights, which can like dance, dance and change colors and basically project stuff onto Spaceship Earth. And they like dim and get brighter. Oh, it they is. They change colors. Amazing. Like Hollywood Tower Hotel, Tower of Terror gets a projection show, which is really cool. Like It looks like the Tower Hotel is open again. And then like there's people in the ballroom on the top dancing on the projections, which is really cool. The Tree of Life, I've never, I have never seen the Tree of Life projection, the new one, because Animal Kingdom doesn't stay open late enough. Well, just real quick, it is very, it's a lot more mild than the other ones because of the animals. Sure, no, I understand that. Um, so I, I don't even count Tree of Life as far as you know the Beacons of Magic. The Magic Kingdom one is cool. It, it does it once a night now. It used to do it like every fifteen minutes, uh, but now it does it once a night, about twenty minutes before Enchantment, where it's like, you know celebrating 50 years of the most magical place on earth <laughs> and it, li- it lights up the cinderella castle um dramatically but the beacons of magic at epcot on spaceship earth is the best addition to any of the park icons that they made in th- for the 50th anniversary and they've been able to change it too it's been really really cool they've actually done like regular shows that they always have um, but they're all, they've also done things like Rainbow Connection. They've they've put uh, Rainbow Connection up on the Colors up on Spaceship Earth. Colors of the Wind. Be our guest. Like there's so many different things that they can do with these lights, and it is so cool to sit there and watch. 
this amazing light show on Spaceship Earth. And the coolest part is that when you're driving on Disney property, or even if you're flying in and you have the right angle, yeah. you can see Spaceship Earth fully lit up by these LED lights now. And that is so cool. And it's such a cool touch. Anytime I'm driving home from someplace else and I can see it, I'm like, Epcot. <laughs> I'm like, hi, Epcot ball. Sparks ignite the magic to create a beacon shining out and celebrating 50 years of the most That's magical what I was singing earlier. <laughs> the most magical place on earth. <laughs> Hold the note. Do you remember the very first night we watched Enchantment and we couldn't figure out what they were saying? Yeah, that was really funny. And we were like, the most magical place on earth. Blah, 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 blah. Mini, mini. <laughs> bidi, bidi. Yeah. And we just kept like making like Muppet noises trying to figure out. Me, 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 me. And then finally we were like, oh, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Oh, you're playing the Magic Kingdom. This is the Magic Kingdom one if you want to hear it. And then we'll, and then we'll wrap up the uh, this episode of Magical and Yeah. Good evening, friends. Look around you. There is a special magic that flows. We've heard this, this so many times. Though. So, so while this is happening, there's like little swirly, like pixie dust and stuff going on on the castle. I think it's really nice. It's really cool. It's really pretty. They should do it more than just the one time. They do it to kind of illuminate the castle now. Prior to, I, wish, I just wish they did it after tonight. So here we, we go. gather together under the spires of this majestic castle. Our dreams ignite the magic to create a beacon shining out and celebrating 50 years of the most magical place on Earth. Here we go. <laughs> but that you heard that part that built up with the choir like the castle illuminates from the bottom to the top during that part and it's like hair raising when you watch it in person right well the other thing is we were surrounded by so many people oh my God, it yeah. wasn't like we could hear it properly i right. feel like but right. like it was so confusing and we were like what are they saying um, I think that the Beacons of Magic, but sp more specific, look at this. I'm like... Look at you. I'm, Your spidey sense is going off. <laughs> I've got... <laughs> Peter Tingles. I've got my... <laughs> yeah. I'm like all over goosebumps um, yeah. right now. But like it gives me all the feels because I I do think it is... It's great. Magical. It's magical. Yeah. And it is magical. That's like just to kind of end this. They did a great job with that and I wish they did it more. And I really hope that <laughs> when they kick enchantment to the curb, that they keep the beacons of magic. I don't think they will for everything, but I specifically hope that they keep the LED lights on Spaceship Earth. Yeah. I think they will. Like, doesn't it make sense to keep them? Yeah. I, I would imagine that they're never going to come down. You don't um, think so? They, it was probably such a process to put those up there that I don't think they're going to take them down for the 50th because they are so wildly popular. I just think it depends on the upkeep. And there's so many things you can do with it. And you can always change things. Yeah. Which is really cool. But So yeah. I said magical. Oh, 100% magical. Well, on that note, we have 
uh, closed out another episode of Magical or Tragical with Epcot. We actually had a lot more to talk about than I thought. Yeah. We, we chose this one because we thought it was going to be a little shorter. <laughs> we have a lot to do tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, my sister Caitlin and her friend Molly that are coming down to visit us for five days. So uh, we've got a lot of time to spend in the parks with them. We're going to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party yeah, so next on Tuesday. So next week we are going to be coming at you with an episode about Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. I think the next week we're going to talk to you about Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, buddy. Um, we're going to be getting to test out um, Magic Band Plus, which I just got my Magic Band Plus in the mail. Uh, we need to put together our costumes. We have so much going on, and we're so excited to talk to you guys about it. Um, we are ramping up into the holiday season. Uh, we also have multiple events that we are going to be attending for Give Kids the World that we're very, very excited yeah. about. Um, again, if you don't know Give Kids the World, they are an 89-acre um, campus campus village, have you, um, where they give week-long cost-free vacations to critical ill children and their families. And we love that organization. You can check them out. Go to gktw.org. Mm-hmm. And you can check that out. Um, <clears throat> we did find out that they aren't going to have Night of a Million Lights this year. Yeah, that's a bummer. Which I'm very, very sad about. But Glad I got my shirt last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did want to let you guys know that um, you can still you know, check out our video on yeah. YouTube about um, what that was like last year. And, um, you know, give to them. But overall, we've got lots coming up. So we appreciate your support. Thank you for, you know, interacting with everything on our pages. We're so excited to celebrate celebrate everything with the holidays with you guys. And, you know, as we continue through the year, we do have big plans that we're working on. And sometimes big plans take a little bit longer. But all that means is, you know, you're on this journey with us. And if you're listening today... You are a very important part of the Couple of Park Hoppers family. We appreciate you, and we are going to see you next time. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow at Park Hoppers Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join our ever-growing following on TikTok. Head over to youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos and more. For one-stop access to all of our created content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of parkhoppers.com. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the parks. parks.